Hey guys, so today I want to talk a little bit about the, our inner selves and working on our inner confidence and how that exudes into many different categories of our life, whether that be into our work, our parenting, our relationships with our spouses, or even parents, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends. Um, being in tune with the inner self has something to do with all of that. And the biggest question that we can find asking ourselves is how do, we always hear people talking about self-love. You need to love yourself more. You need to give yourself more time, pamper yourself more, so on and so forth. The list goes on. And although that is super important, we need to make sure that we are physically taking care of ourselves. Um, Gosh, even just taking a bubble bath or a hot shower or painting your nails or just anything so simple, getting your eyebrows done, getting new shampoo. (laughs) Um, So many things can help boost our confidence. The thing is that I want to talk about is sometimes when we focus on these material things or these quick fixes that give us happiness, although they're important because they can change our mood quite quickly, our main goal is to always be sure that we are healing at a progress, progressive rate because Sometimes when we find ourselves, oh, I feel so low, I need to go do this, I need to go do that to make me feel better, which again, it works, but what we're trying to look is for that sustainable happiness and that sustainable joy from the inside out. Now, it seems unreachable because no one can attain happiness all the time. Life is full of up and, up and ups and downs. <laughs> Life is full of bumps in the road. I actually heard an amazing quote the other day. It said, bumps in the road are just there to remind us that we're here. So if you looked at it that way, you know, that's one way that you can look at those bumps or those crises that happen that sometimes pull us into those funks that we can't seem to get out of. So that's what I want to talk about today. And there's a few things that have helped me to love myself more. And I have always been the type of girl who I've always cared about my outside appearance, um, making sure my hair was done, my makeup's done, uh, my face is washed, my teeth are brushed, I have nice clothes on. Um, I have a sense of style. To me, that's always made me feel better. And that's somewhere that's some that's somewhere where someone should start. Always making sure that you feel your best because that's what's gonna put us in the best mood. Now sometimes we find ourselves in a place of we're so low to where brushing our hair, painting our nails, taking a bubble bath, or whatever else that we can think of just doesn't sound doable. Because when you do get in those low places, yes, you're right it's not doable. You get to a point to where you can't even get yourself off the couch or you can't parent your children correctly or to your standards because of this or because of that. Um, life is handing you this. Life didn't pull through in this. And we can, and the list goes on. So I just wanted to share a little bit about what has helped me um, to change my perspective and to actually give me that everyday happiness, even though the bumps in the road still come bigger smaller speed bumps boulders whatever they may be to keep that level of balance um understanding that yes things go wrong but look how much is right that's what i want to focus on today so let's talk about meditation and yoga and meditation and yoga is not for everyone so that's why i'm not here saying you all need to do this or you're never going to get it you can have your own variation of this you can go to the gym and work out instead of doing yoga i used to lift weights and that gave me such a sense of power. Um, using the Stairmaster gives you a sense of power or the, the, the bikes because they, they push you past the point of failure. Um, 
they're amazing. I mean, if you don't get off, obviously. <laughs> so there's plenty of ways where you can incorporate this um, to fit your life. For me, meditation and yoga happen to be what works for me. Why meditation? Well, for me, meditation, it started at such a weird time when my kids were in public school when we lived in Northern California. I would come home from after dropping them off and I would go into an empty bedroom and I would sit there and I would just cross my legs and I would put on some pretty music and I would just think. I didn't really know what I was doing, what I was supposed to be thinking about or how to not think of anything at all. You know, I'd focus on my breath, um, not really knowing exactly what to do, but I can promise you this. There was a few times that I can recall right now so clearly in my mind as if they just happened to where I felt such power in those meditation or or even yoga because I would combine them together. The meditation slowed me down. It helped me breathe. Um, I used the Calm, Calm app. Uh, if anybody's interested, look up Calm on your Play Store or your your Apple Store and download that app. It is an amazing app and it does help. It has different categories as well for whatever you're trying to meditate on. And it helped me to learn how to listen. I'm a pretty loud girl. Um, <laughs> I like to talk a lot. You know, I like to laugh. I love to have fun. So I've had to learn how to slow down and listen. And meditation has definitely helped me practice my breathing in situations, especially if I stop to breathe and meditate during a chaotic moment. It helps me learn for when the next chaotic moment comes to not react so quickly. So for me, that's why meditation works. Yoga for me worked in a way to where it, it made me focus um, on my strength because when you are upside down and you're holding yourself into these positions, you are using a lot of body strength, um, a lot of trust in yourself, a lot of focus, empowerment. It feels super empowering when you can do something that you didn't even think you had the ability to do, um, which rolls into dancing and working out. Like I said, your yoga meditation can be at the gym, working out, doing whatever type of workout works best for you. It could be a Zumba class. That's why I incorporated dance into this. Um, I love dancing. I used to love taking a Zumba class or a um, just a, any class that would help me move a lot. Because for me, dancing, it, it I get lost in the music. And then for those moments, I'm not thinking about my stresses or my worries. I'm, I'm free. And to me, that's important to practice on a daily. Do I get to do it every day? No, but I would love to. And I do push everybody to do it on the daily because... It just, it's freeing and it keeps you young. It keeps you silly. It makes you not take yourself so serious um, because we don't have to all the time. Yeah, there's serious moments, but there's also times when you want to be free. I want to talk about journaling a little bit. That's something that I just started doing within the past three months. And I can firmly stand here and tell you that starting to journal has completely shifted me. Um... I've been working on my inner self for quite a few years now. And when I started journaling, I seen the biggest shift I had yet to seen. When I started meditation and yoga, I seen a shift. I seen um, myself becoming empowered, but I had so much stuff going on at the time that I almost couldn't dig as deep as I needed to dig. I should have journaled a long time ago. <laughs> so when I started journaling, when we moved back to SoCal about three months ago, um, it was insane the shift that happened I started writing down affirmations I started journaling my plans for my business I started journaling how I'm going to homeschool my kids I started journaling my relationship with Cardo my relationship with my my family 
all these things became so important because they were my thoughts going into a book and there were things that I can analyze later. Or as I'm writing them, whether they be bullet points or just gibberish on a piece of paper, I'm able to organize them and get them out of my head. Um, so that was a huge, huge thing for me. And you can use your journaling for writing down your goals, your dreams, um, your ideas, making plans for those ideas, deciding how you're going to take action on those plans. Like I said, the affirmations are amazing. And affirmations are funny because I actually started my affirmations before I started journaling. We were at a really, really low spot. We couldn't, uh, the home that we moved all the way from Northern California for, packed up us and our kids and everything we had for a home down here that we got and it ended up falling through. And I ended up staying at my dad's house and Cardo has to stay at his mom's house an hour away because that's where the work is. And it just seemed like everything was like, whoa. I just remember telling Cardo, like, what is this all for? Like, I'm trying to be so positive and trying to work on me all for what? Like, this is all so stupid. Like, and I got really negative, really, 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 really so low that I'm pretty sure I brought him down. And I started journaling at that point. I remember I went and I went to Target. I got a notepad. I got a pen. And I said, screw it. I'm just going to start writing something. I don't know what I'm writing, but I'm writing something. Uh, my first journal entry was a question and answer for myself. I was in my head. I was acting like the interviewer and myself. And I was answering questions. And that's how I opened my book to journaling. After that, I started writing the affirmations. But what I wanted to say about the affirmations was I was in such a low spot at that point when we didn't have a home or where to go. And, you know, it's hard to live at home with your dad and, you know, kids and they're older and so they're not used to the noise and so on. So I started, he has a park right over here. And I started taking Luna in the morning and I just started walking around the little walkway and just saying under my breath, I am smart. I am capable. I am wise. I am intelligent. I am strong. Like over and over and over again. I am a leader, I am a mother, I am a daughter, just repeating, but not with that, I'm this, and that. like with the strong tone, like this is who I am, like this is who you are, why can't you, let's get our shit together, girl, like that's the, almost the tone I took on, you are smart, or I am smart, I am wise, I am worthy, I am capable, I am love, I am anything I am, anything that you want to be, anything that you already are, that you just can't tap into, say it, and that's why I started saying it, just walking around the park, but then after my journal, I bought my journal and I did that first entry. The second entry to me just seems so natural to write my affirmations. Um, I know sometimes writing things imprints on our brains a lot more than just saying them, but also you have to remember saying them is super important because putting emotion behind those words, I am, and what else comes after is extremely important because you want to put that energy, that emotion into what you're saying so that you can actually believe it. Um, that was a huge, huge thing for me. I think when I started doing speaking the affirmations in the park randomly and then started writing them down, I seen this huge shift in me. And I don't mean oh, all of a sudden I got so wealthy and healthy and prosperous and all these things. I'm not saying that. I just mean a shift of gratitude came over me. Um, I started appreciating what I did have more, my children and what they what they do on a daily um, how intelligent they are, Cardo, and how hard he works, and how much love he shows. My dad for opening up his home. Uh, my mother for even though we don't get along as much as I would love us to, I mean, she's still amazing. Um, just in general, opening up gratitude for all the business that I have had over the year. Like, my heart just grew bigger and bigger because I'm like, girl, what are you so upset about? Yeah, things like this and things like that. You know, they go up, they go down, and, um, it's super important to kind of just open our minds and remember the gratitude that we need to have for them.
So that's super important. So when you're doing your affirmations and it's um, reminding you who you are, it puts you in this place of gratitude. And I'm going to tell you why. And I know that sounds crazy because a lot of people are like, hey, Ashley, they're just words that you're putting on paper and they're just words that you're saying understood. And a lot of people don't believe in energies. A lot of people don't believe in the emotion, the power of, of the emotion of the power of emotion behind a word. Yeah, I said that right. (laughs) Um, But let me tell you this. When you start your affirmations and you say them out loud with, with that believing tone and that's who you are and you start writing them down and you're seeing these words every day, you are replacing something in your brain. I want you to look at your brain like this. Your brain is a space for rent. <laughs> you rent it out every second, every minute, every day. Who are you going to rent it to? Now, if we're speaking affirmations, if we're writing affirmations, as silly and stupid as it is, what else would we be doing if we weren't doing that? Scrolling through our Instagram, self-talking ourselves out of something, um, telling ourselves we're right in a situation so that way we get angry at somebody else, um, think, thinking about something with our kids and how wrong they were so we get more upset. or, you know, So that's what's going to happen on a daily. All these negative things come in on a daily because that's life, you know? Your kids are going to spill something. Your husband's going to say something that's going to piss you off. Your friend's going to do something that irritates you. Your mom's going to say something. Your dad, whoever it may be, someone's going to say something that irritates you. So when we're doing our affirmations and we're filling our rental space with good residents who pay their rent on time (laughs) and we are kind of filling it up with all that instead of allowing this negativity to rent space, the negativity is going to come in. Let's just look at negativity as a renter who comes in for an, with an application. That's terrible. We don't have to accept it. They came in. They came in and put the application down. We can't change that. But we can change whether or not we accept them to rent out our space or not. And that's how I view the negativity. And that is what the affirmations have done for me because they have removed all that negativity that I seem to have focused on so often um, throughout my day to where I had no room for grat- gratitude anymore. So that's when gratitude comes in. When we pick up those higher vibrations of telling ourselves who we are, what we are, and what we have, and what we're going to do no matter what, gratitude comes in on a natural ground. It just it takes up space. It comes in automatically because you're focused on the good. You start to see. And gratitude replaces that worry and that fear so if you're constantly worried stressed or fearful of your work and what you're going to do next or your children and how they're doing in school or you know how they're being bullied or they're the bully or your spouse and how they're not doing enough or they're doing too much and they're not attending to your needs or your anybody in your family when you're focused on the worry and the fear you can't see what you do have and when you put gratitude in there and you replace that worry and fear with it you take off your blinders. If you ever notice when you're in a position of worry, of, of self-doubt or depression, however you want to call it, your head is down, you feel low, your shoulders are kind of shrunk, you, you don't look up so often, you don't smile so often, um, you, that is actually cutting yourself off of opportunity, of prosperity. Now, if we remove that worry and that fear and that stress in that what if or what's next, what can I do, how much more, I need to do more, I need to do this. If we removed all that and we put gratitude in there, because we're doing our affirmations and speaking them and writing them, or we're journaling our dreams and our plans and our plan of action, 
we take off the blinders. The blinders come off. The head lifts up. You look around more. You smile more. Did you know when you smile at people, you're presenting opportunity to that person? Let's just say a huge successful business person is at the grocery store in line behind you and you're having a rough time getting your groceries paid for, your kids are running amok and you're letting it stress you out and you're angry and your eyebrows are flexed and you got that that mug face and you're upset and you kind of look back at that person. Not that you're being rude, you just kind of look at them and you look away. What if that was an opportunity? What if he would have stopped and said something to you that would have maybe just been maybe a negative advice for you or maybe he had an opportunity for you? Now, if you would have been in a more state of gratitude to where you'd be like, yeah, my kids are crazy. It is what it is. I'm just here trying to buy some groceries. And you look back at that successful business owner and you give him a smile and you just like, you know, you do your thing anyways. What if that gentleman offered that advice that he wanted to give you or he gave you that opportunity that he wanted to speak of? That's what I mean by taking off the blinders. When we replace the worry and fear with gratitude, the blinders come off and we lift our heads up. We see opportunity where we necessarily wouldn't have seen it before. Um, it's not about, oh, if I'm grateful, then God's going to send me all these miraculous miracles. If that's how you want to look at it, cool, look at it like that. But from my perspective, it's going to be, no, you're no longer suppressing your opportunities. They're right here in front of you. If you want to call it God, call it God, call it luck, call it luck, call it universe, call it energy. I don't care. They're all here in front of us, left to right, top to bottom all day long. It's just what type of goggles you got on. You got tunnel vision goggles and what's your tunnel? Is it stress? Is it worry? Or do you have wide open eyes to where you're looking all around and you're enjoying life, taking in all the beauty and opportunities just present themselves? Did they just present themselves or did you just see them? That's the question you got to ask yourself. So that's why I wanted to focus on inner self and inner self care because even if you were to liken this into your family life, trying to be a better mother, a better spouse, or you're trying to be a better entrepreneur, you're trying to be a better daughter, um, a better I don't know, whatever you want to call it. If you want to be better at anything, you have to cancel out the worry and the fear and the stress. You have to replace it with gratitude. And again, the way I learned how to put gratitude into me and replace this stress and worry is meditation, yoga, dancing to make me feel free, and journaling affirmations. This is so, so important. And I just wanted to touch on that today because I feel like that's a message that I need to get out. Um, so try that today. Try to think a little bit. Try to um, express some gratitude. Try to try some affirmations. Even if you start with three, start with, I am love, I am capable, I am wise, I am worthy, I am intelligent. Any three, four, five you want to come up with, come up with them. I started out personally with, I am smart, I am love, I am capable. Like those were my three things because I have a tendency to think that I'm a loser a lot, being the baby in the family and not being as successful as my brother and sister and so on. So I have a tendency to feel like a loser. So I had to flip that. And it's not because anybody else makes me feel like it. It's because when people say things to me, I take them as if they're calling me a loser because that's how I feel about myself. So when I was able to flip that and see, okay, girl, that's not who you are and that's not how they're seeing you. You're just taking it that way. My, the way I took their, their words was the perception of myself. So I needed to find out for me how to replace all that with gratitude because gratitude opened my eyes up to so much more opportunity. And I want that for everybody. I want everyone to have a piece of that gratitude because it's important. It's important to be grateful for what we have. Um, So many of us get lost in the what we need and what we want and I'll be happy when I have this or do that or get that. And we forget to focus on what we have right in front of us. 
and uh, I mean, there's plenty of people with missing limbs and missing eyes and going through chemotherapy or so many other life-threatening situations and they're the most grateful people that you would ever meet. Tell yourself that. Like, why are you so ungrateful? Why are you so unhappy if there are plenty of people with way less than you that could be happier? You have to understand that it's not a circumstantial happiness that we're all, the happiness is already within us. So we just need to find it. And this world has a very, very easy way of making us feel bombarded with so many things. Um, So to slow down and to replace that fear and worry and stress with gratitude, it's important. So I hope, if anything, you guys gained a little bit from this podcast. Uh, This is my first one. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I deeply appreciate all your support. Um, I hope new ideas come to me and I can continue to do these podcasts. It's something that I've been wanting to do for some time. Um, inner self-love was just the first category that I chose to speak about. So we will see what happens next. All right, guys, you have a wonderful day. Love you.